This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. London flats are suddenly back in fashion after falling out of favour during the pandemic's race for space. When people moved away from city centres in favour of bigger homes with gardens, new data suggests flats in the capital are becoming more popular again. According to one survey, flat prices are now outpacing the overall property market in five London boroughs, including Barking and Dagenham, Greenwich and Hackney. Plus, Rightmove says it's seen a complete reversal in demand from bigger houses to flats since the second half of last year. So what does this mean and why are flats back in such high demand? The Evening Standards Associate Editor Jonathan Prynne and Homes and Property Editor Prudence Ivy join me now to discuss this sudden rise in demand for flats. So Jonathan, starting with you, it really is quite a dramatic rise. What do we know about it? Websites such as Rightmove have told us that interest and demand for flats has just rocketed over the past two or three months. Since about November, I think it really, really took off. But at the same time, research from estate agents that I've seen shows that prices of flats are now starting to rise more quickly than the general market across quite large swathes of London, which is a complete reversal of what we had seen before, where flats had been really, really hard to sell, especially flats with no outdoor space, become almost untouchable during the lockdown period because no one wanted to be stuck in a flat where they couldn't go outside. But that does seem to have changed. Flats are hot again and detached homes in the suburbs, not so much. Now, coming to you, Prudence. I mean, first of all, what do you make of this rise in demand for London flats? I'm kind of surprised it's happened so quickly. You know, not so much that people are moving back. I think with renters, I would have imagined that to be happening quite quickly. But I'm sort of surprised that people have already kind of come back to the city in numbers. I mean, you know, I'm a committed urbanite, but I know that lots of people aren't. So I find it reassuring. I find it very positive that people are coming back. So what do you think is actually behind this rise? There's sort of three things to look at here. One of them is for the past two years, there's been no interest in flats in London. So any increase in interest is going to look really huge. It's going to look really extreme. The second thing is, you know, obviously it's also a real factor. COVID restrictions are lightning. They seem to be lifted entirely. Uh, People are being asked to go back to the office now. People want to go back to the office. And, you know, I've been living in, in London this whole time and you can see it, you can feel it in the air. Social life is just 
it's booming again it's, it's fully back so you know anyone who who wants to participate in any of that stuff is really going to be missing out if they're not in London so those are two main reasons another one that I've been hearing from estate agents and people I've been speaking to is people who've moved out of London during the pandemic are now also looking for pied de terres so there's quite a lot of money floating around amongst a certain demographic anyway to buy a, a London base as well as their sort of bigger family home in the countryside And it's quite the shift from the last two years of people moving away from London into houses with gardens, for example. Does this suggest more people are moving back into London? I think there's a bit of that going on. I certainly hear the odd stories of people who who sort of fled London in the first lockdown and then realised, you know, there was nowhere to get a pint of milk after sort of five in the afternoon. And it was a, you know, it was a five mile drive anyway. Um, and now decided that they miss London and, and are starting to are looking at, at coming back. There's a bit of that. I think the bigger trend is a whole kind of wave of young Londoners who either work from home, maybe with their parents, or certainly in, in rented accommodation during the lockdown, and are now beginning to go back to their offices and are looking at buying again because rents have gone sky high and at record levels and and maybe this is the moment they've now decided they they want to get on on the ladder especially as mortgage costs are starting to go up maybe this is the moment to fix in mortgages are still cheap get a five-year fix buy that property and finally make that decision to get on the ladder, which I think a lot of people have deferred for a couple of years. And you often get those articles about the ridiculously small flats or so-called rooms for rent in London. Clearly, they aren't putting people off, are they? I think at the moment, those sorts of places probably aren't going to be top of buyers lists. Um, But you do really notice once competition gets gets massive, that those places do start to get snapped up as well. Um, I wonder if people are still a little bit too scarred from the past two years to to put themselves in one room only, as they would have done before. I think there's still no feeling of guarantee that you'll be able to have the same freedoms as we've had before. But watch the space, maybe by next year, you know, the roaring 20s. (laughs) Now, with demand going up, prices obviously going up, that is good for the city, but not necessarily so good for people living in the city think you know a buoyant property market is generally seen as as good for London however obviously there will be thousands of young people in rented accommodation who will be listening to this and saying, well that's the last thing I want is for prices to start taking off again because it just makes it my dream of owning my own property more and more unattainable so it's a mixed blessing I think but uh, it certainly points towards a stronger and healthier London economy, but with the proviso that's been around for a long time that we just don't have enough supply of affordable property in in London. So does this look like a trend in the market or is it a short term spike in demands that could actually go back down? No, I I think it is a long term trend. I think we are getting closer and closer to normality. London feels like it's sort of beginning to fire, not on all cylinders, but, you know, most cylinders now. And I think basically most of the more affordable accommodation in London is in the form of flats rather than houses. So inevitably, as first time buyers start clambering on the on the housing ladder again, flats are going to be in hot demand for the foreseeable future, I, I suspect, unless 
God forbid we get another variant or something and new restrictions come back. But hopefully that's not going to happen. And it seems like London's returning back to a sense of normal again. Do you think London's almost become more attractive as somewhere to live now most restrictions have been lifted? Yeah, there's there's just there's a lot of excitement around. You know, you walk through Soho, you walk through Covent Garden. For the first time the other day, I was I was walking through central London. I think I crossed Oxford Street, and it was it was back to sort of footfall levels that felt very pre-pandemic. So it it does seem like people are just re-emerging, and there's a sort of little hint of spring in the air, and it feels exciting. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.